Anecdotal Basics of Christianity, Episode 59, Value Added Pawnbrokers seem to be a thing of the past. Even if they haven't completely disappeared, they're definitely few and far between. This should be a good thing, but the fact that they've been superseded by payday loan companies, credit cards and the like, probably means that it's not such a cause for rejoicing as the poor are still being exploited to the same degree, if not more so. Just in case you're too young to know about pawnbrokers, and you probably are because I myself hardly remember them being around, they were shops where you could take your valuables and be paid a price in exchange, the price in question not being equal to the value of the goods. You then had a certain number of days to come back and effectively reverse the deal by buying back your valuables. Needless to say, the price to buy back or redeem your items was higher than the price you'd been given for them. Pawnbrokers were more frequently found on the high streets of less well-off neighbourhoods. They enabled people to eat when payday was still a few days away. Less beneficially, they enabled people to go to the pub when their money had run out. They certainly allowed people to spiral downward economically. The good news, such as there was any about the pawnbrokers, was that you hadn't lost your valuable items completely. You had a certain time in which to redeem them. Only if you failed to redeem the goods within the allotted time did the items become the property of the pawnbroker. However, redemption was costly. I recently lost an earring, and it was one that I'd owned for about 20 years. It was a go-to earring. It went with most things. It was often worn and enjoyed. In its absence, I remembered that I'd lost it before, in a car park at a school I was working. It was returned to me by another member of staff, but was a bit disfigured from the experience of being abandoned in a school car park. My father-in-law repaired it for me, and he did it stylishly, so that it looked even better than it had before the damage. And yes, he did adapt the other one to match. As I looked at my lonely remaining earring on this occasion, I realised afresh how much I liked it, how very me it was, and felt the loss of its partner more acutely. Joy of joys, the lost earring was found, and as I examined it and then wore it, it was all the more delightful and precious to me than it had been the day before, when, to be fair, it was mostly taken for granted. When I had regained my lost earring, it had gained value for me, That's redemption. The Bible tells us that Jesus went to the cross and then rose again for our redemption. That's Ephesians 1 verse 7. When God looked on us at creation, he declared us to be very good. When he looked on us after our redemption, after Jesus had paid such an unimaginably high price for us, what must that added value have caused him to think of us? How infinitely more valuable are we to him now that he has paid that enormous redemptive price? He loved us to bits in the first place and was pretty chuffed with his own creativity. But now? Is that how we live with our heads held high in the full knowledge that we are precious and valuable in his sight? God has no plan B for your life nor plan CDE for that matter. Redemption is part of the package for those who live a life submitted to the Lord 
And when plan A gets scuppered and you turn to him for restoration and redemption, he gives you plan A+. Start living it.